What do you need to do to leverage video in your business and marketing? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Welcome back to your weekly dose of video marketing learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or a business owner. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart or just start leveling up with some great marketing personal and business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be yeah another big episode today today ray lane shares his history in video many of the changes that have happened in the industry as well as many of the ways that we all can use video in our business and in our marketing. Plus, I'm going to let you in on next week. Uh, next week's guest who shares her days with cheerleaders. So as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal, business, and marketing. G-O-L-D. Spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my fellow Dark Horses. Today's guest is Ray Lane aka the video guy ray has been working in video production field for i'm guessing it's well over 25 years has been doing marketing for at least 15 however in the last 12 years or so most of his marketing efforts has shifted over into the online space kind of makes sense given what's happening nowadays right (laughs) um uh, here he's working with using online video and social media to drive traffic and to build businesses Uh, ray's a partner in the act now uh, partners which is is a, a local and online marketing online marketing group. That's good speaking right there, isn't it? Um, and they help businesses get more leads and sales through video, social media, search, and advertising. Uh, Ray also has his own podcast called Video Marketing Madness. Here's the cool thing. Ray started that podcast as I looked at it back in 2016. So it looks like Ray was a little ahead of the curve on that one. Let's give Ray a warm dark horse welcome. Ray, the video guy, Lane, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. So glad to be on. This is going to be a lot of fun. And it's funny hearing that intro because, uh, you know, where it says uh, he's focused and online. Well, you know, I mean, that probably meant something when I originally wrote it 10 years ago, but (laughs) I guess there's no such thing as not focusing on online these days, but. uh, (laughs) Amen. Amen. I know as I was looking back uh, at some of your history, I mean, I saw that you started way back doing shoots and uh, uh, graphic design for a television station, but I want to, I don't want to give away all the nuggets. I want to step back and let you tell your story, the path you uh, drove down to get where you are today, the bumps in the road. And and some maybe some of the pivot points that drove you to where you are and why you love doing what you do so much. Yeah, I'd be be glad to do it. Be a lot of fun. Absolutely, go for it, man. So, just to give a little bit of background, um, you're right. I did start out actually in. Uh, well, I was going to say I started out in TV. In reality, I actually started out working for the military. Uh, we were doing tele um, telemedicine, I guess would be the the term nowadays. And uh, I worked for the, uh, the Surgeon General doing teleconferences uh, across the country to military bases and, and whatnot. And uh, did that for a little while as a contractor until I finally got a, a position in a TV station, which uh, was, was really the direction I wanted to go. And uh, spent, uh, you know, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the TV business you know, we did, I, we did a lot of work in a short period of time, but um, for anybody who's ever worked in the TV business, as in working for a TV station, there's one thing that's a constant there. Uh, you're not going to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, oddly enough, I sat there and, and to me it was good money uh, because I was fresh out of being a, a broke college student. But, um, you know, I actually took a slight pay cut to go to the TV station because it's where I wanted to be. Of course, it was a, you know, a shorter drive and I didn't have to worry about contracts coming due and things like that, which uh, always affect military contracting. But, um, 
you know, it was, it was a fun time. I learned a ton. Um, and oddly enough, you know, I sat there and thought, well, you know, it doesn't pay a whole lot of money, but we're getting experience. And the sad thing was I, I started to realize that I was actually higher paid than a lot of the other people that were working there. I mean, I'm talking like there were people that had been video editors there for years. There was a sportscaster who was making like half the amount of money I was making. I mean, I'm talking like nearly wow. poverty, poverty, poverty level uh, uh, employment. I mean, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, got a lot of experience there and then went to uh, one of those great dot-com startups that uh, everybody was into back in the early or late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, we did a lot of really cool stuff with uh, sports television. And uh, we did, I did a lot of graphics and a lot of, uh, oh, integration between computers and sports. So things like uh, the most popular one would probably be the yellow line on football. Okay. Uh, which we didn't do, but that's the most, uh, probably the most um, well-known example of, of that kind of, of integration between um, TV and computers was the, the yellow line. And we did a lot of that kind of stuff. For instance, we worked with the NFL um, to develop when people hit each other, how hard did they hit each other? How fast was the, uh, the running back going when he sprinted down the field? Uh, we did hockey where we could tell how fast somebody was skating. We could, uh, one of the big things that we did were these great heat maps. Uh, and, and they showed where players were throughout the game. Nice. And so you could actually break down the, this hockey game. And we only did it with the, uh, the Boston Bruins. Uh, it was the only team we did it with because that's where we were. We were in Boston. It was a test market. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very cool stuff because you could see on TV, oh, look, the defensemen were always right around the net. And that means that the pressure was always on. So they need to, and coaches were using it as well as the TV broadcasters to kind of show where the game had been going. I was going to ask so, that. Yeah. That's yeah. Like and it. that was, that was a ton of fun, man. I'll tell you what a great time that was. Uh, I was there for about five years until, uh, until terrorists decided to uh, fly planes into buildings and then all the money dried up almost overnight. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's sad, but I mean, I personally probably lost about half a million dollars on that day um, in stock options when, when that happened. And um, you know, sadly uh, the, the business very quickly dried up and no more investment money was coming in. We were supposed to be the next big IPO and that never ended up happening. And, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And so, uh, that's kind of when I, I moved out of that field and, and moved more into traditional advertising where we're doing TV ads and, and things like that for a company and, and, uh, slowly started to branch off on my own, did a lot of, um, very early on video marketing for, uh, online purposes, talking about things like, uh, using QuickTime and, and, uh, real video. If you even remember real video from back in the day, I do. this is, long before YouTube even existed. This is going back to, you know, well, I shouldn't say long before because YouTube finally popped up about 2005. And, uh, you know, we'd, we'd been doing online video a little bit before that. Um, started to do, I started to travel the country, believe it or not, doing these online videos for businesses and local governments. And uh, we would put them onto these uh, platforms with real video. And, and you know, it was really neat. Uh, it was terrible video. It was just absolutely awful. Um, you know, and, and to think back to what we have now, whoo, what a difference. Right. But, uh, you know, that, that's kind of how I got started. Once we started getting into that online video stuff, I, I never turned back. Uh, but the one thing that I will say is I, I do remember at one point giving one piece of advice that I laugh about today. And that was, uh, don't bother using this stupid YouTube thing. Uh, was my advice because their video quality was by far the worst, <laughs> which at the time was true because uh, we had uh, VO, which uh, uh, was a, a YouTube competitor. It's actually still around. It's owned by Viacom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a, a much higher quality video. And then uh, Vimeo came out and, and was the first to really do like high definition video and, and all that. And they were really cool. And uh, it took a while for YouTube to finally catch up. And then, of course, once they did, it, you know, they haven't looked back. And uh, that's where we go now. So all that uh, advice I gave people to stay away from YouTube, I, I do not give that advice anymore. 
Well, you're willing to own that too, right? So, hey, at the time I said <laughs> it, it was accurate, but obviously the uh, the tables have turned. Uh, YouTube is uh, do, is the big gorilla, right? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. The tables have definitely turned there. Uh, you know, and, and over the years, we tried so many different cool things from um, video podcasting back early, early on for real estate uh, was one of the things that I came up with. It was very difficult to, uh, to get people to pay attention to it at the time, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea was that if you had, uh, and of course, back then, podcasting was mostly an Apple thing. Yeah. Um, but you could do video podcasts through the Apple TV. And so the idea back then was that you would make your own episodic show with these podcasts, these video podcasts, and the real estate agents could actually give out Apple TVs either as a loaner or, uh, you know, as a gift and people could watch videos of houses. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, very cool technology. It was way ahead of its time, I think. And, and you know, they just, uh, it was tough to get people to even pay attention to it at the time. But, uh, you know, that's, that's some of the technologies that we've gone with. But now, of course, everything is kind of stabilized to a, uh, uh, mostly a YouTube ecosphere. Although, you know, we still use Vimeo on occasion. Uh, I'm not, not the biggest fan of them as a company, but uh, we still use them on occasion. Uh, we do use Daily Motion and, and some other companies as well. But uh, YouTube, definitely the, uh, the big horse in the room that can pretty much do anything you want. And uh, quite honestly, Facebook's probably uh, the second biggest. Yeah, uh, and Facebook, and they both seem to do the same thing where they want you to load the video into their service so that yep. they have the management around it versus, you know, pointing to some, you know, uh, you may have it stored somewhere else and that you're just pointing it to, to that location yeah. instead. Absolutely. And with Facebook, you know, there's advantages to both of those. Um, Facebook certainly, like you said, would rather have you upload it to their system, but um, their video system is still kind of, I don't want to say infantile, but it's it's definitely uh, much more in those early stages than uh, than than YouTube is as far as analytics and and the way that it distributes video and whatnot. But I find that they both have really strong purposes. If you want to get some attention right now today, you put a video onto Facebook, it's going to get a lot of attention, and it's going to get a lot of attention on day one. Problem is, it's going to drop off like a rock. Yeah. Um, whereas on the other side, you know, YouTube, you put it up there and it, and it starts off slowly and just keeps building and building over time. And, uh, eventually you start to get, you know, just a ton of views, but it takes a little bit longer to build up. But, uh, with Facebook, it's just kind of a one and done, you know, nobody's going to see it after today sort of deal, unfortunately. And I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong with your experience in the, in the viewer, in, in the video world, would you say that the, the viewers in Facebook are different than the viewers in YouTube? Um, yeah. And, and I'll tell you why. I mean, it's obviously realistically, it's the same people, but a different purpose. Um, in Facebook, it's a much more passive thing where, Mm -hmm. you know, they might, they might not be looking for anything related to what you're talking about and it just pops up in front of them. Right. Uh, Whereas in YouTube, it's going to be much more purpose driven. So they're there searching for something. They're there looking at other videos that are similar and then they come across yours. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I, I, as much as anybody will get stuck on YouTube and be watching, (laughs) you know, things that are completely unrelated for the next two hours. But uh, for the most part, when somebody finds you on YouTube, it's because they're looking for something similar. Whereas Facebook, it's more like a, Hey, pay attention to me. Uh, trying to get them to see what you're doing. And I think that's the big difference between the two. I don't disagree with that at all. I was the same thing I was thinking, but I didn't want to put, didn't want to put words in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so um, given Ray, the video guy and your expertise in this world, what do you say, what do you think the, um, let me, let me back up. What are your number one goals when it comes to video in your marketing? Um, my number one goal is, is much like anybody's it's to drive traffic and sales. Now I know there's a lot of people who do entertainment type things who are like, Oh, I want more views, but, and and, you know, and that's great. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, um, everything, you know, if I'm getting a view, it's because I want you to, at some point in time, head over to a website and maybe buy something or join a group or, or what have you. So there's always that purpose, even if, even if the video seems to be just 100% content about something, mm-hmm. uh, the end goal is we're putting that out there because we want you to join our communities. Right. 
in some way. And so that's the, the one thing that is constant through all of that is we're always looking to build communities. And it's not just me. I mean, and it's not just video. It's pretty much anything. You know, if you talk to a dentist and you say, well, what do you do? And they say, well, I, I fix teeth. Well, no, really what you do is you gather people. Um, you just happen to fix teeth once you gather them, but your number one goal is to gather a client base. Mm -hmm. And we always have to be thinking about that, that the biggest thing we can do is gather people. And if you look at, you know, a lot of these big companies, you know, why is, why is Apple so valuable? Is it because they sell so many computers? No, I mean, Dell sells, you know, five times that the number of computer, well, maybe not anymore, but the PC market <laughs> in general together probably sell right. 10 times as much. But they're so valuable because they have gathered a customer base with credit cards. They have a massive database of human beings with credit cards. Mm -hmm. That's why they are so incredibly valuable. And the same thing for Amazon. Same exact thing. So your goal at the end of the day is to gather people and then do something with those people, whether it's fix their teeth or sell them a, a, you know, a, an iPod. It doesn't matter. You're gathering people so that you can then have value to having that list of people. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think one of the things that um, some entrepreneurs miss, and uh, to use your, your dentist example, is like, well, what do you do? Well, uh, I fix teeth. Well, you know, I, I don't think you do. I think, I think you give people a beautiful smile. You give them self-confidence <laughs> in themselves, right? Yep. You're, you're sharing that, what is it they want out of that fixed tooth, right? They, they want to be able to show that big smile and, and eat effectively and enjoy their life kind of thing. So that's what they're sharing. And they gather people to share that message. Would that, that sound about right? I, I think that's a much more well put together statement about that. <laughs> uh, in fact, there's a, uh, there's an old story and, um, and I don't recall who said it originally, um, but I remember hearing this story from uh, a company that builds monuments and buildings and they did the World War II build, uh, monument in Washington and they built a lot of fa famous theaters and whatnot. And they talked about a guy walking down the street and he saw three people, you know, building with these rocks. And, and he asked the first person, what are you doing? He says, oh, I'm, I'm gathering rocks and, you know, putting them together. And he asked the second person, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm building a wall so that we can have structure. And he asked the third person, what are you building? And he says, well, we're building a church so that people can come in and worship. Now, they were all doing the same thing, mm -hmm. but we had three totally different perspectives on what they're doing. So, yes, I, I completely agree with you. The end goal isn't to fix teeth. It's, it's to give somebody the result that comes from those fixed teeth. And, and that's, you know, with anything. You know, I try to see it as when we're selling marketing products, it's so that somebody who sees those and uses those can build a lifestyle for themselves. Mm -hmm. They can take care of their families. They can hire other people. They can build a business. And that's really what we're trying to do at the end of the day. Yeah, we want to, you know, we want to sell it because it's, it pays our bills, but we want to provide them with the opportunities to be able to do things for others. And that goes all the way down the line. If, if I teach somebody how to set up YouTube properly for businesses, they now have a skill but that skill can be used to help a business to get more people to get their smile fixed. Right. You know, and it just keeps going down the line. And maybe that's, that fixed smile might lead to, you know, a better job or what have you, a better lifestyle. I mean, who knows what it could do. But everything that we do does have a purpose and we have to think about that down the line. You know, are we just selling products to sell products or are we selling products because we want to have an end goal for the person who buys them? Yeah, and we have yeah. to really think about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that comes back to, you know, knowing who your audience is and, and, and why you got into whatever game you, you happen to be in. Um, I, I want to I circle back around to, um, to, to video for a moment. When sure. It, when it comes to video, what do you think is stopping most folks from, from utilizing, from engaging it in their day-to-day in their -day business and or marketing? Well, I think it's, it's one of a couple of things. One is the perceived difficulty. And what people think of, and they think of videos, they think of, you know, the guy sitting in the tall folding chair with the, the cone in his hand and the hat, the beret on his head and, and three cameras and tons of lights and a guy on a crane. And, you know, and that's just not the reality, at least not for most things. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that it's actually fairly easy and I would, I would even say, you know, if you think about having to write an article for your website or create a video for your website, 
I would say that for the most part, you can probably make the video quicker and easier than you can the article. You're now listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. And, you know, maybe that's just my perspective because I've done it for so long. Sure. But I honestly believe that's true. Think about all of the videos that are so popular that have done so well where, um, do you remember the Chewbacca lady? Yes. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, the Chewbacca lady, she had bought this Chewbacca mask that goes when you opened your mouth. So it sounded like Chewbacca. And she went out to her car and she put it on and she made the sound and she just laughed and, and, you know, everybody loved this video. It got millions and millions and millions of views. She was not out to sell Chewbacca masks, but the sale of those masks skyrocketed. I mean, from next to nothing to just, you know, top selling item because of this video that this one woman did in her car with her phone, you know, with no video skills whatsoever. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is what you need to think about. If she could sell, and, and I believe eventually she did actually become like an affiliate or something like that, or, or I'm not sure how that ended up working out, but she essentially sold all those masks. Whether she got paid to do it or not, didn't matter. The point is she and her video did that mm -hmm. and she didn't have fancy equipment. She didn't have you know fancy editing. She didn't have fancy lighting. She just did it. So that's number one is you need to understand that you can make amazing videos that will sell your products even if you just have your phone and you're standing out in the sunlight. You know, you can do amazing things with that. And, and don't forget the fact that your phone right now, you've got an iPhone, you've got a, uh, a, a Samsung S whatever they're at in it these days, 2021, 20, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> you have one of those phones you have a better video camera than professional cameras. I mean, and I'm talking $30,000 professional cameras were 10, 15, 20 years ago. Think about that in your pocket at all times. Absolutely. I was actually listening to a, a podcast over the weekend and a gentleman was driving home that very point. He says, it's the, the, uh, the devices that we carry in our pockets today uh, are, are outshining the $10,000 cameras of yesteryear yep. and yesteryear was like you said it could be five ten years ago but it was like that camera you see that you know on the television series a guy's lugging around on his shoulder with the light yeah. and, the, and everything you're like dude just hold up your phone um, yeah and, and those are great points I think so many things uh, for our entrepreneurs listening are easier than we think they are right yes uh, like I can hold up my phone I can take a video I just get in my head and I'm speaking for anyone listening. I get in my head that, oh, it's got to be perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get it out there. And, yep. and I think even if we want it perfect, I know a number of the tools you've introduced me to over the course of uh, my knowing and, and, and paying attention to your emails and, and your services, the number of tools that are out there to make it even easier are – Oh yeah. Are just uh, they're almost innumerable. I, I know I know there's a limited number of them, but certainly they're beyond the number of fingers on my hand that people are oh, selling yeah. video tools for. You know, less than one ninety seven. Some of them are even less than a hundred bucks, and mm -hmm. you can in in about an hour, uh, going from zero to sixty, you can come up with some cool intro video or explainer video or whiteboard video. Yep, and bang, you're you're uh, away and running. Some of those, some of those products, uh, you know, I see them, and I'm just amazed by them too because they're doing the stuff that I do that requires a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of software, and now they've got this little fifty dollars software that just kind of does it for you. Now, does it does it always do it as well? Maybe not quite, but if it's at ninety percent of great, that's still great. Yeah. And if you can do that in one eightieth the time and, and, you know, a quarter the effort and how can you go wrong? You know, I, I used to do animated logos all the time for people, Hollywood style logo animations. Mm -hmm. And it required After Effects, which is an Adobe product that cost, you know, back in the day, it cost $1,200. And, you know, it, it, you had to go in and you had to do all these things manually, blah, blah, blah. And then a product like, uh, if you remember videos, yes. OZE comes yeah. out. And basically does the same thing in the touch of a couple buttons. Yeah. Now, did it do everything? No, but it certainly did most of it. And most of it was good enough 
you know, to make it, uh, you know, make the other stuff seem overkill at the right. very least. Yeah. And those things happen all the time. There's a product coming out this week that helps make local business videos. And it comes with all sorts of templatized things. And you go in and you just, on your web browser, you add in a few things and boom, it's done. Uh, if you've seen um, the, the company Promo, P-R-O-M-O, mm -hmm. they make these little videos for local businesses and you just go online and put them together and boom, they're done. Uh, are they as good as hiring a $10,000 you know, a, a day crew? Maybe not, but not, you know, $10,000 different, <laughs> to say the least, you know. But then that comes to, you know, there are multiple levels of entrepreneurs. You know, there's sure. there's folks like, you know, the, the little dentist that services his little 15-mile community in Nowheresville, Wisconsin, and I'm just, you're picking somewhere at random, that, uh, you know, a product like that would service him well. I mean, oh, wow, oh, yeah. some great stuff out there. But then again, you have the guy maybe in Southern California in San Diego or Los Angeles where he's serving a higher echelon of folks. And, you know, then that production value is worth the, the $10,000 investment, for example. Yeah. Oh, it definitely can be. And, and this isn't the first time that these types of, of, you know, true changes have happened either. I remember you know, back in my story that I was telling, when I left the, uh, the dot-com company, um, well, <laughs> I don't know if I left, uh, the, the company kind of left, but um, <laughs> I, I went and worked at a very well-known production company and advertising agency that had been around for, I mean, decades. And it was still a small company, very small company, but very well-known, very powerful, uh, made a lot of money over the years. And, and they did a lot of the biggest companies in the area. And the problem that they were running into at that point was they were used to charging twenty, thirty, forty, eighty thousand dollars for a TV commercial. And as I'm coming in the door, there are kids in their basement that could probably make just as good a quality TV production, you know, for a thirty second commercial for five thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, three thousand bucks. Yeah. And they had to adjust to that. They were used to getting people to spend twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars. And that was just not a reality anymore. And it's just like now, you know, and, and as much as, uh, as much as this whole coronavirus thing has been just devastating to the country, there is one thing that we've learned from this. And that is that television and video production can be done from home on your phone or whatever, you know, um, TV show and Conan O'Brien is shooting his TV show still and he's doing it with his iPhone. Yeah. You know, and I mean, uh, and he's making, you know, $20 million a year making videos with his iPhone. Absolutely. You know, newscasters, they're, they're working from home or working on the streets with their phones, putting in their newscasts, you know? I mean, that to me just shows, hey, if, if the Conan O'Brien show, if uh, the Daily News, if, if all these other shows can be done using home videos. Uh, America's Got Talent this year had to switch to people doing all this stuff from their house. Mm -hmm. You know, that stuff still makes air on TV. You, you think if you can't, uh, if NBC can put things that are shot on your cell phone on TV, why can't you make a video for YouTube? There it is. Right that there. should not be stopping you. And that's what's proved it. Um, you know, I, I hate to say there's anything good that came out of this whole coronavirus thing, but that's one thing that we've learned that, can be done is you can do these things from home. You don't have to have um, all this equipment. And that goes, you know, live videos also showed us that when, when uh, Periscope came out and all these other live video platforms, and then now Facebook Live, it showed that, hey, you know what, these big companies can be doing these simple live stream videos that potentially make millions of dollars mm -hmm. and they don't have fancy equipment. They're just walking down the street, pull up their phone and start talking, pop, prop it up in their car on, on a, a stand in their car and talk to people live on video in their car. All these things can be done these days. And now that's number one. We way back. <laughs> we said there was, there's kind of two things. And, and that's the first one is the technology. The second one is, uh, is the people themselves. A lot of people don't want to be on video. They're, they're scared to death of doing it. Um, you know, Oh, I don't look good on camera or I don't sound good on camera. Well, you know, Dr. Jones, the, the dentist, if, uh, if you think you don't look good and you don't sound good, well, these people are going to come into your office and they're going to see and hear you. 
Yes. So what difference does it make if it's on camera? Yeah. You know, it, it makes no difference at all. And I'm sorry, but nobody, you know, very few people, I know we're used to the Hollywood set, but very few people are these, uh, you know, stunningly beautiful people. Most people are, as they say, average, because that's the average. And, you know, when they come in to meet a dentist, you're going to be an average looking dentist, whether you're on camera before or not, you know? Yep. So, embrace that and get on there. I'm, I, am, I am not a, a, a Hollywood, uh, you know, beauty, okay. uh, whatever, you know? <laughs> but I get in, there's not a, if there's a camera in the room, you darn well bet I'm getting in front of it. I don't care what, whose camera it is. So, if I can get on camera and do this kind of stuff, if I can be a loud mouth on, on you know, YouTube and, and Facebook and everywhere else, anybody can do it. There's no reason you can't. You got to get over yourself and you got to just do it. And that's the other half of it is, is, you know, people are a little nervous about doing that. And I understand that. I do. But you just got to get over it. And you got to do it. Get over the tech thing. Get over the uh, I don't want to be on camera thing and just get out there and start doing it because you're going to see a big difference in your marketing. You're going to see a big difference in, you know, the how people respond to you. Um, it's just a very positive situation. We used to hear all the time when we started in local marketing with video and whatnot. We were working out of the back room of a, a lawyer who had just started her business, mm-hmm. and we actually would physically be helping her in the office answer phones if the phone rang, or you know, helping her put something together if she needed it, just because. You know, we were working together so closely and um, people used to come in all the time and we'd hear it. It's like, oh yes, I, boy, I feel like I already know you because I watched all those videos. Right. And, and you cannot, you know, there's not much else you can do that's going to give you that kind of, you know, uh, knowledge to somebody where they feel like they already know you. You can't do that in an article. You can't do that in a picture. You got to do that in a video. You can't even really do that in a TV commercial. It needs to be a very, you know, open, direct video that's just talking to them on a subject. And that's what we used to do is subject-based things, FAQ-based videos. And it made a huge, huge difference. It's, uh, you know, it's funny as I was, I was, typing a note here and it's like uh, when you were talking about get over yourself and just do it <laughs> I was thinking to myself there's there's something to be said for that that connection that people get when they're listening to you and even more so when they see you while they're listening to you right so that's probably one of the big vibes of television right so I can see them you know they yep. get they get into the mode we're watching a movie they get us into this this state right the state of excitement if you're watching an action movie a state of some sort of emotion in the case of dramas um, people can do the same thing with their videos and i think you're you're right absolutely right just get over yourself and just do it pick up your phone and just hit that live button if you're rocking facebook or record a quick little snippet and upload it on youtube you'll probably be surprised at the feedback that you'll get and if you do something like you're saying and you do lots of those and uh, are focused on topics people will get to know you and when you go to share whatever advice or business uh, tool you're trying to to sell um, they'll you've probably overcome 80% of a lot of the hurdles because people feel like, oh, oh, I know Ray. Ray's always giving me great advice. Oh, he thinks I should buy this? Well, let me check it out, right? And they'll, they'll do their due diligence, of course, but I think you've overcome a huge hurdle by simply getting yourself out there in front of them via this uh, medium of video. Definitely. And, you know, you can mix it up too. And, and that's the other thing that I would tell people is, if you do something very formal, for instance, if you do, you know, TV commercial like things for your business, do other types of video as well behind the scenes. You know, uh, if you're a dentist, you know, maybe you saw something interesting or maybe there's a, a new piece of equipment, you know, make a video going, hey guys, you know, I just wanted to show you, uh, we, we found this new piece of equipment that does this and I wanted to show it to you because it's really cool. Look at that. It looks like something off Star Trek, mm-hmm. you know, and just have fun with it. And, and that's going to help you out. If, you, if you're um, into software-based stuff, you can do your commercial-type videos. You can do your behind-the-scenes videos. Do software demonstration videos. Show off the different features of it with screen capture videos, which are really, really powerful. I mean, I can't – there's probably not a day that goes by that I don't do some kind of screen capture video on that day. Very, very rare that we don't. 
Nice. And it's a very powerful tool that you can use to really get a message out there. So yeah, yeah, mix and, it up. I, and I think yeah. To, let's build on that. Mix it up for a minute. I mean, there's there's probably a great balance of things, and I think this is where some entrepreneurs get a little askew. Is they're all about promotion, 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 promotions. I I need to I need to sell. I need to sell. Well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. We need to sell, right? We got to be able <laughs> to put foods in our, foods in our mouth. Here, I'm just I'm just killing it today with with my good speaking. But <laughs> I think you're mixing it up is a great idea because if you throw out some of these you know, recreational thoughts. Hey, here I am on holiday or do, you know, throwback Thursday or some funny joke. And then another one is some sort of educational tip or or trivia, right? Uh, Maybe even a case study. Uh, Maybe you throw in something controversial, right? A survey or a poll or a, a think this versus that, you know, kind of thing. Inspirational. We all love a good inspirational quote or, you know, or picture now and then. And then, you know, to add on to yours, you know, let's go behind the scene. Here's what's going on, you know, in the back office. Here's, you know, here's what's going on, you know, with my employees. Uh, And then hit them with some promotion. Now they're going to go, wow, this guy's giving me value right and left. I, I probably need to check out this offer just to see, you know, because if you keep giving value, there's almost this uh, level of reciprocity that you're building. Yep, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the funny thing is, is I often feel as much video as I do, I often feel that I'm still not doing enough of it because <laughs> you get so busy with everything else that you're doing. But, right. you know, um, like I said, the, the big thing is you, you got to just do it. And, you know, right before we got in, onto this call, by the way, I, I, what was I doing? I was shooting a video. I was making a video where... Um, and I'm sure you'll see it later in the week, but uh, there's a video of me in a, in a ghillie suit, you know, running around and, you know, pretending like I'm outdoors and, and just having some fun because we got to really, you know, there are times to entertain, there are times to educate, there are times to provide examples and you really need to mix it up. And, and what's funny is you get a lot of feedback. And don't worry too much about the feedback you get because you're going to get all sorts of things. When I do a video about a product that's funny, I get messages from people going, you need to be more serious. Why don't you be more serious about this? This is a serious product and you're running around pretending you're in the woods hiding from people or whatever. (laughs) Or you're dressed as a pirate. And Well, yeah, okay. But then when I do, uh, you know, a couple of videos that are much more serious where I'm sitting at my desk and showing something off, then I'll get s- some messages back from people like, I like it better when you do the fun stuff. I'm not doing fun <laughs> videos anymore. You know, so you got to mix it up. And there's always, always, always going to be people that are telling you you're doing it wrong, um, you know, that they want something else. And, and that's fine, you know, but just remember, you got to do your own thing you know, create your own little niche. Now, in in the industry that I'm in a lot of times, uh, at least online, is we're doing a lot of, you know, training products, video training products, local marketing products, lead generation products, you know, not the most entertaining and exciting things in the world, but I don't really know of hardly anybody else that does, you know, crazy fun videos where they're dressed up in costumes and things like that. There is one other guy and who does it, but um, I don't see him all that often doing it. Um, you know, it's different. So I try to be a little bit different with that. And of course it takes, you know, a little bit of time for that. Um, so you gotta, you gotta think ahead you gotta plan on what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and set it all up. Um, so that takes a little bit more time and effort, but it's fun and it's interesting and it gets people's attention and you can mix it up. So if I'm selling, you know, if I'm selling widget A, I might do a fun, crazy, silly video about widget A, but then I might also do a more serious one, you know, a day or two later that's more in depth about the product itself and is less silly. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a strategy that's not unique to what I'm doing. I mean, this is an old uh, TV strategy as well when you have an actual campaign. Now, the problem with TV is local TV usually doesn't have campaigns. They usually have commercials and there's a big difference. Um, but when you had a campaign, for instance, uh, we used to do a lot of auto dealers because they were the ones who could afford to do a lot of commercials. So we would come up with campaigns and, you know, we might say, um, you know, John Smith Ford is the, you know, the, the family dealer you trust or whatever. And so you might have a, a first video that's not really about the cars, but it's about why they're the family that, that you can trust. Mm-hmm. And then the next video might be, 
more specific about the cars, but reference the fact that they are the family you can trust. Mm -hmm. And then the next one could be about a specific automobile that's, you know, really popular right now, but it's going to reference, you know, the the family you can trust or what what have you. Right. So, you got to kind of build on these different things and try new things, but try to keep with your theme, you know, as best you can with that. Now, my themes tend to you know, go all over the place and, and whatnot, but because uh, I try to mix them up. But for each product that we're really pushing, that theme will usually carry across in nice. some way. Nice. No. If I'm dressed as a pirate for number one, then I'll probably reference pirates in number two, et cetera, et cetera, if we're yeah. going to do multiples on that. So, uh, and that goes with emails and, and posts and things like that, not just the videos. That goes with everything. You kind of, you know, keep that brand going. That that, that develops that cohesiveness of your message across all the different platforms you're using. Yes, it absolutely does. And and that's one thing you want to do um, is is keep that the same. So if you're you're doing a a video about your car dealer and you're dressed up as Superman and when you do it, well, then you want to have Superman themed posts on Facebook. You want to have Superman themed articles and whatever, you know, whatever it happens to be. And, and I, I bring that one up because there actually used to be a guy who would dress up as a superhero and, and sell cars and, you know, Ben Steele, that was qu- quite clearly a uh, pool floaty tool or whatever. It's supposed to be steel. And, you know, if I can bend steel, I can make you a deal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. All right, Mr. Ray, uh, I want to be mindful of your time and I, and I appreciate all the time you've given us so far. I want to leave you with uh, two quick questions. Uh, sure. One is any final thoughts for our, our, our entrepreneurs out there that are like, okay, he's got me sold. I need to do some video marketing. Maybe a couple of quick steps to get them on their journey. And then you mentioned you had uh, an offer for our listeners. Yeah. Well, so the first thing that I would say is make sure that you understand what you're going to do beforehand. Now, I, I told you it's easy to, to shoot a video these days when you got your phones, but you still want to have a plan. Know what you're going to do with it. You want to be able to take your videos and you want to have them everywhere that you can. So you want to put them onto places like Facebook. Okay. You want to put them on places like YouTube. You want to put them on uh, Pinterest. You want to put it onto Twitter. You want to get it onto your website. You want to really start to take what you do, even if it's not video, mm-hmm. and get it everywhere because you want to make sure that people can see it. You want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to watch it and follow what you're talking about there. So get it out everywhere. And of course, you know, the, the one other thing I would mention is just do it, which we talked about earlier. You got to just pick up that phone and do it. You know, you say, pick up the phone and call now. Pick up the phone and make a video now. Exactly. Just do it. That's your call to action, everybody. Just do it. Pick up your phone and just do it. All right. Thank you, sir. Now, since everybody here is interested in video, what we have is, uh, by the way, this is a, I have scoured the earth for a couple of years trying to find something that had eluded me for a long time. And then we finally found uh, a solution and then we found an even better solution. Uh, I have always wanted to find a video editing program that would allow anybody, whether you're on Mac or PC or you're on Unix or Linux for whatever reason, um, you would be able to edit videos. You'd be able to follow along and, on top of that, it wouldn't cost you anything. Oh. And uh, we found a video editor that does that. Now, uh, I will tell you, it is a uh, higher-end video editing system, so this is not a toy. This is a real powerful video editing system that will allow you to make not only simple videos, but it'll allow you to grow and to do all sorts of really high-end videos with graphics and animation and green screening and everything else that you can think of. And we've put together a package with this program and it's over at a website called freevideoeditor.co. So there's no M on the end of there. So it's .co, but freevideoeditor.co. And on there, you'll be able to download. uh, It's a program called HitFilm. You can even look it up. It's a very popular program, but um, we came across that one because it is free to download and it is very powerful. And there's also a ton of training online so that you don't have to worry about downloading something so complex that you just don't know what to do. There's just tons of training resources that you can use. Uh, We used to have a different one that we used that was an open source, but uh, it it was a little buggy and and had issues. This is much, much better. Nice. And 
with that, you're also going to get a starter pack that will help you to edit. So you're going to get um, a variety of different items that you can use in your videos. And these include video and audio and graphics and things like that. So that when you put together your video, you'll be able to use this video editor to get it put together. You'll be able to add some graphics and, and other types of videos and really make a nice video. And uh, all of that is, again, free at freevideoeditor.co. All right, and we're going to be sure to get the, to, the link to that in the show notes so when people are not driving, because you're not, you're not doing anything when you're driving, right? You're not, yeah. not texting, You can't right? download it on your phone anyway, so don't bother. Uh, there you go, right? So <laughs> they'll be able to click on the, the, the link in the show notes for you. Uh, Ray, uh, where can they get a hold of you? Uh, where's a great place to send folks if they want to learn more about Ray, the video guy, and all of his, uh, all of his body of work? The easiest places are probably Facebook and YouTube. And if you search Ray the Video Guy on there, you will definitely find me. Uh, I am, I am, I cannot go into witness protection. Uh, people <laughs> will definitely find me very, very easily. So if you check out those places, and by the way, that includes Facebook Messenger. You know, feel free to message me anytime you want. I don't even really use bots on mine because I respond to it faster than the bots usually do. Yeah, nice. So, if you've got questions, jump onto Facebook, search me up. And if you find my personal one, you can message me there. If you find my Facebook page, you can message me there. Either way, we'll, it'll get to me and I'll, uh, I'll respond pretty darn quickly to that. And of course, on YouTube as well, you can always look me up there and we've got lots of different training videos and product reviews and uh, everything that you could need from microphones and lights to software and everything in between. So, Absolutely. easy to find. All righty, Ray. Ray, I appreciate your time and thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. It's been a lot of fun. All right. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, my dark horse friends and family, Ray, the video guy lane, dropping video knowledge on us. Here's a four ideas I walked away from, or actually let's call them four thoughts. Thought number one, be ready for pivots. Ray didn't call this one out specifically, but as you listen to Ray tell his story of being involved in some of the cutting edge video integration tech that was going on, and then 9-11 happened, and all the funding dried up, and the entire landscape as we know changed. See, there are always things that are happening or about to happen, not always extreme as 9-11, of course, but certainly the current COVID situation has had a huge impact on many businesses. So more pivots are going on, right? So always be looking down the road at your next opportunity or for your next opportunity. And then when your market or things impacting your market changes, be that gradually or abruptly, Pivot. Find out how you can serve your market in the quote-unquote new arena, right? Don't just sit there and wallow in your misery. Oh, woe is me. You know, wallow in that misery of losing what you had. Earn what you're worth by figuring out a new way to serve and a new way to get in front of those you serve. Number two, what out-of-the-box ways uh, can you market, right? What out-of-the-box ways can you get out and in front of your market? This is a, another thought that Ray, to me, I don't think he specifically called out, but it did tickle my brain as he was talking about the, them using Apple TV for realtors. See, giving out a loaner of an Apple device for prospects to walk through a home without ever having to visit it, right? That was kind of a cool idea. What out-of-the-box thinking or what out-of-the-box ideas could you come up with to integrate some of the technology that you're already using, right? You're using it in one form or another. Well, how could you leverage that same tech and use it in multiple other ways? That way you're not spending more time, but you're just finding new ways to use the current tech that you're already engaged in. Thought number three, what is your number one goal in your videos and your services, right? I want you to think about this, right? I think most people online, uh, they're aware of the power of video. You know, they might not have a specific goal in mind when they start going out and publishing content. They just know that if they put it out there, they're gonna reap some rewards. See, video can be very, very powerful, even when you stumble across it by accident, right? So imagine the real power that you could leverage if you put some heartfelt thought right? Some heartfelt serving intent and goals behind each and every video you publish. 
See, that way you could gather your tribe, you know, uh, gather them via your videos and serve them in a way that only you can serve. Also, I want you to remember to take this uh, this same forward thinking into your products and into your service, right? Ask yourself the question, what is your ultimate end goal, right? What ultimate end goal are you providing for the community that you serve? Make sure everything you're doing in your marketing and in the delivery of those services and, pro and, pro and products and processes, right, uh, are laser focused to getting your community to that end goal. And thought number four, yeah, it's easier than you think it is. Ray called this out. And this applies to so many areas of life, not just video and, and business, but usually when we're hesitant to do something, you know, we think it's hard, there's usually something, something little or something big that's keeping us from taking that first step. So be that first step, holding up your phone and clicking record or, or picking up your phone and calling that prospect. Whatever it is, you just need to muster up that, yeah, you've heard me say it, that two seconds of courage and click that button or call that prospect and start down your journey of success. And remember, right, like Ray told us, build campaigns, right? So if you're going to start doing those videos, you click that first record, right? Have an idea. I just mentioned this in thought number three. Have an idea of what the end goal is, right? So build campaigns so that you can come at your audience from all those different angles and get them to hear you the loudest. All right, what ideas and inspiring tips or thoughts resonated with you from the, today's episode or any episode? Whatever they were, yeah, take some time today and put them into action. Get out there, run your race, get your results, and then let me hear about them. Seriously, email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com and share the tips and ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained from them. All right, now tomorrow, or actually not tomorrow, next week's guest is Tanya Stegman. Now, Tanya has built a multi-location business, and I believe, questionably, this is one of the largest of its kind, serving cheerleaders and their parents, all right? Now, in this story next week, you're going to hear how she had to face a very devastating moment in her business, one that had never, ever happened in her industry before, and I don't think it's happened since. And all eyes on the entire industry and all the uh, competitors inside of it, as well as her peers, were upon her to see how she was going to handle it. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from, from this podcast, so please go on down there, hit subscribe while you're there, leave us a five-star rating, and, and write us a quick review. Give us some ideas what you're really enjoying and maybe what we're missing. And of course, don't keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D to yourself. Share the podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Thank you.